That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. So would you believe if your fiance came and said, I am pregnant, and I'm pregnant with the Son of God, would you believe her? No way. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts, Peter Bielman and... And I'm Cecil Davis. So yeah, we're just trying to have a conversation here without using Google or fact-checking each other. Those kind of things, you know, they can just kill the conversation, can't they? They can. So we're just going to do some talking. And this week, you're probably listening to this on your road trip with your family. And it's either Christmas Eve, because that's when we're dropping the podcast. So right. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Maybe you're listening to early morning on Christmas morning before the president starts opening. Or you're listening at the week after. And Christmas has already gone by, but today, this episode, let's talk about Christmas season. (laughs) So yeah, Merry Christmas, Peter. Merry Christmas. Or Merry Christmas Eve. Well, you you know, we say Merry Christmas all throughout. That's true, throughout the season. Even during my birthday, people say Merry Christmas. Oh, that's right. If you missed last week's episode, you need to go back and listen to it. Hey, had a great letter, by the way, from Peter, who also has a birthday on December 16th. One of the big takeaways was... He plays no Christmas music until after his birthday. On the 16th. 17th. Yeah. 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 I think it's a great philosophy and That's policy. That's a good idea. I have a similar policy about Thanksgiving. I do not listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. let me stretch that for you, Cecil. <laughs> I count more 16 Wait more days. until December 16th for me, will you? Wait until after Peter's birthday. Do that. So uh, we decided... So if you've been a fan of the show or not a fan of the show and just a forced listener... Uh, you know that Peter and I both attend the same church, and we're both elders of that church. And so we do like a good, that don't sound right story from the scriptures. The Bible. The Bible, which uh, we did one at Easter. Right. We talked about the resurrection of Jesus. Right. Uh, a dead person coming back to life. Right. And the apostles' response to the women not believe. They said, the apostle said, that don't sound, that don't sound right. right. So we got another one tonight. Um, this one is uh, this is about the birth of Jesus. So we're going to, we're going to we're going to read from Matthew the story from Matthew, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, but really, we're going to talk about it from the point of Joseph and what there was a there was a, a moment in the story. He had to have said that. Don't sound right. He had to have said. He it. had to have said this. So we think we've got yet a more early that don't sound right member. We're going back in time. We're here. going back in time. We might get all the way back to the beginning eventually. But, but we'll start it we'll somewhere start around so, 2,020 years ago. So if you're not familiar with the Bible, this is in Matthew. This is uh, the first chapter of Matthew. So here's how the story goes. I'm just going to read it to you. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took, this, took place this way, in this way, when his mother Mary had been betrothed, or engaged, betrothed to Joseph, Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. 
And that's where, and then the story says, but as he considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife for, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now, the part we're going to talk about is just back there before he got there because before the angel came, he was going to divorce her quietly because he was a good man. Because at this point, the angel had not visited Joseph. He didn't have the insider information that Mary did. Right. Because an angel had already visited Mary. Gabriel I went to her and said, right. this is going to happen. Right. You're the one. Yep. And so we're going to talk about this in just a minute. We're going to break it down and, and uh, talk about it for a few minutes. But before then, our Christmas words of wisdom. I think I've heard this before. It is better to give than it is to receive. Say that again a little bit louder. So it is better to give than it is to receive. <laughs> now, do we really believe that? Well, well, you asked me before the show, yeah. would I rather give or receive? I'm, I like to receive. There ain't no problem with receiving. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, uh, I like to receive a gift. Right. I like to give a gift. And, but I don't like to be... We've actually talked about this before on the podcast. I don't like to be forced to give a gift. Oh, so this whole—that's why Valentine's Day really right sticks it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would—I would rather find something that means something to you and give you that, than be compelled to give you something that you might not care. Do about. Do you feel compelled at Christmas? Yeah, to some degree. Yeah, absolutely. But you go through the effort. You go through the oh, trouble, and you find that good gift. You do, but you're compelled to do that, and then you don't, and you—you you may not find it, and then people give gift cards. Yeah, what's your thought about gift cards? Well, gift cards are just exchanging money. I mean, if I gave you a 20 <laughs> and you gave me a 20, we've done the same thing. Exactly. Even if, the, even if, you, even if you gave me a, a, a gift card to my favorite store, yeah. I'll, you know, you get, that's great. You know what my favorite store is. But you could also say, here's $20, go to your favorite store. Well, and here's the thing, though. I've just compelled you to buy your own gift at the store that I've mandated. Yes. Right. Yeah, you've mandated the store that I'm going to. I can see that really rubbing you the wrong way. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, I, would rather, I would rather give a gift because I'm motivated to give a gift and I've found the perfect gift. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked, we've talked about that. But it's better to give than to receive. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But is it true? Is it? Is it true for you? I think ultimately it is. <laughs> is it true for you? You know, it's. I think it's. It's true for me if it's the right gift I'm giving. Right. 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 I really do believe for me that when I'm given the gift that I thought about, mm. I almost didn't. I almost thought about it myself. I didn't get it from a wish list. Right. It's really fun. Yeah. To give that gift. Right. It's yes. a little bit harder to give a gift that I had. I picked out from a wish list. Yes. But as time goes on. <laughs> we need ideas. <laughs> I'm You're sorry about, about that. I'm just sorry about that, all my friends and family. Back to Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Mary comes up to him and says, Joseph? Right. I'm pregnant. Now, I think we should caveat that we believe this. Yes, right. we do. Yeah, yeah, we're not making fun of this. Yeah, we're not making fun of this. But we are making a little light of the situation because right. it can be a little comical. Right. I mean, I think sometimes this becomes, we've heard this story so many times and you've seen it and you see the manger scenes you right. kind of gloss over this little piece that Mary had to go back to Joseph and say that she was pregnant right now she was fine with probably telling him that right because she knew the deal right the angel had already been to Mary right 
And so, uh, but now Joseph has to hear the girl that he is engaged to tell him that she is pregnant. And what would you you do? And not just that she's pregnant, but she's pregnant with the Son of God. Yeah, right. That's right. And so we were asking each other, would you believe that if your fiancé came to you and said that? So would you believe if your fiancé came and said, I am pregnant, and I'm pregnant with the Son of God, would you believe her? No way. (laughs) (laughs) No way. You don't think so? No, there's no way. So I I think there's two ways to think about it. Okay. So either, either I'm, I'm, you, I'm stretching for one. Right. So he is Joseph. Either you've got to think, okay, she's she is crazy. Okay. It's one. Right. Right. Or that the tale is so outlandish that it has to be true. But I don't think you can get to the other one. I think you're going to think exactly like he's thought was that something's up. Yeah. And I'm going to divorce her quietly. It right. says that he was going to divorce her quietly right. because he was a just man. He didn't want to bring her to shame. Well, you know, it does it does make you wonder why did he not want to bring her to shame? Maybe he thought he was she was a little crazy. And yeah. Then that's one way she he didn't want to bring her to shame because right. he really didn't know what happened. No, not yet. All right. Right. He really didn't know what happened. Now, as he's pondering it, it says the angel of the Lord came to him and explained the situation. But there is obvious, there's there's a, there's a, well there's a, a span enough time a long, a, enough for him to process this. Yep. First, that he's going to approach this rationally. He's not going to go. He's not going to go crazy on her. Right. Right. He's not going to shame her. He's not going to take her to court and have right. papers written up and have her stoned. Right. He's still going to divorce her. Yeah. He's he's still thinking this is this this, this don't is sound, not sound this right. Do, this don't sound right. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that's the, that's the little glimpse there. I think we just kind of gloss over a lot of time in the story. And so Joseph, for however many hours or days, had to really think about this before the angel of the Lord came to him and said, it's okay. This yeah. is the Son of God. Yeah, right. Right. And so um, I was talking to somebody about this, and they were saying, well, if that, it still would have been hard for Mary to believe it, even though the angel came, because that would have been a pretty, that would have been a supernatural experience. In yeah, itself. right, right. Right. Well, even in any image, any dream mm-hmm. of seeing an angel, it's got to be jarring. Yeah. Right? It's got to yeah. be jarring. But the good thing, I mean, the good thing, Joseph, also, he knew, he knew the story. He knew the promises. He knew that yeah. there was going to be a promise. Right. That there was going to be a, a Messiah to come. Right. He probably had no idea it was going to be from him. From Mary. Yeah. His betrothed. Right. He, from his wife. He, had yeah. n- n- he did not have this on his radar. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be a hard few hours. But, I, but he, he clearly knew, he knew what the prophecy said. Yeah. I think he probably did. But I just wonder why, I wonder why the gap between Gabriel talking to Mary and then the angel coming to Joseph. I wonder why he had to had that time to think. Right. I wonder why, why it wasn't simultaneously. Exactly. That's yeah. a good question. Or together. Right. Yeah, they yeah. could, yeah. Right. But still, yeah. the fact that there was enough time for him to get the news right. and for him to make the plans to quietly to, to, to divorce her. Right. And then... then they, they could have, God could have saved Joseph a whole lot of paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. To me, that's just a it's an interesting it's an interesting piece of the story yeah, to right. think about and think about what Joseph had to and and the way he you know the way he and Mary had to interact and this story had to carry with them forever. Right. 
I mean, people still talked for mm-hmm. all of Jesus. You know, they still were, they, there was still whispering about this story about, you know, how did Mary get pregnant? Even, even after they got married, after Jesus grew up, mm-hmm. I'm sure this was still, you know, the scuttlebutt in the, in the oh, town. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. And so that had to be hard to deal with. I wonder how our, uh, our how our listeners re- react to this. To the story? Yeah, to the story. What's what's I wonder Hello. what people's thoughts are yeah. on on this part of the, this this part of the story. Right. You know, if you're a listener for the first time, we can we kind of bring up things that just don't sound right. right. This is definitely one of them. What are your thoughts? Yep. Send us a comment. I uh, it's funny because I you know I think the Christmas story has gotten. Hallmark kind of fashion a little mm-hmm. bit at times, and so there was a there was a funny Lake Wobegon story where um, the person who was in charge of the Christmas pageant included the killing of the innocents in the Christmas pageant, <laughs> and so then she was banned from doing it. But that's part of the Christmas story, okay. which you can go back if you don't know what that that means. You can go back and read that for yourself. But you know, it's not the pretty story, right? That we. Or sometimes here, right? Uh, there was a lot of. I mean, being born in in a manger, that's gritty. That's another part. Yep, that's very gritty. And this story spans a long time too, right? So mm-hmm. it takes it starts the story. At least this part of the story starts nine months before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is going on for a while. Yeah. 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 The, uh, so the, all this, what you're what you're about all this talking. How this happened? Right. How that happened? What's What's he doing? Right. Why is he sticking around? Yeah. Why is jo- what's Joseph doing? Why is he staying with him? Yeah. Yeah. And I there was an interesting thing. I I would have to research this more, but it at least caught my imagination this week, where somebody said, you know, the wise men had been following the star, mm-hmm. potentially oh. for years, right? Prior to that, right? Right. So they're following the star. They show up after the birth of Jesus, but mm-hmm. but they're following the star, right? But they follow the star only until they get to. Jerusalem, right? Right, then they knew where to start asking around. And they got to start asking around. <laughs> and that's very, I mean, it's odd that, you know, they have that all, they get all the way to Jerusalem. Is it Jerusalem they get to? That's another part that they have yeah. to. And then they ask Herod what to get. Yeah. yeah. It's an odd part of the story. All right, so Peter, just to kind of land this story, like when I said, would you believe her? You said, of course not. Right, right. No, neither would I. That's right. I don't think any. I think 99.9% of the time, nobody's going to believe I think you can take it a little more significant digits than that, yeah. but whatever. But, but there's something that really helped Joseph. Yes. Right? So Joseph said, that don't sound right. But then, so he had, he had uh, resolved to divorce her quietly. But if you pick up in verse 20, so again, I'm in Matthew 1, verse 20. Uh, verse 20, it says, But as Joseph considered these things, talking about the divorce, behold... An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And so, uh, if you skip down, 24, when Joseph awoke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took her as his wife. There we go. So, he had a little space there where he said, that don't sound right. But he had some help. But then he had some. He would, God did not leave him hanging. He did not leave him in the that don't sound right space. And he went and he became he obeyed. Right. He married her. He, he married her and he took care of her. Right. And we read that he protected her and the yeah. newborn baby. Yeah. 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 It's a good story. Even yeah. if you don't believe it, which we do, but even if you don't, it's a great story. It is a great story. It's a great. It's a great adventure story. Yeah. And you were, you know, as you talk about the wise men. Right. And how Herod. 
found out about it through the wise men. And then the wise men figured out that Herod was not a good guy. Yeah. So the wise men left town by different roads, so yeah. Herod wouldn't know that they found right. him and would interrogate him and yeah. eventually figure out where he, he was going. Then later in the story, they got to escape to Egypt. Yeah. They got to leave and go to Egypt and live down there for a while. It's, yeah, it's got some twists and turns yeah, to it. It does. So. Good story. Well, uh, this don't sound right. That don't sound right. But you have come to the end of another that don't sound right. That uh, that don't sound right. And this, you know what? This is the last one of the year. It is. Next week we have a uh, New Year's Eve uh, episode. Oh, for I guess you. we do. No, I guess we did. This is the next to the last one. We do have a New well, Year's. Well, yeah, Eve. I guess technically yeah. that'll be on the air. But yeah. we got plans for the new year. We'll be releasing next week, um, and so stay tuned for that. Uh, what are they, Cecil? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you about them this week. I guess our chief strategy officer yeah. is going to be uh, revealing the big plans. But, yeah, but, hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening, not just this week, but this entire year. It's been a great year. We had a live episode. We've had, uh, we had our 5,000th download. We had a lot of milestones this year, and we yeah. appreciate everyone listening and, and chiming in. Uh, but if this is your first time and you enjoyed our conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button or the little check mark on Apple Podcasts? Also, consider giving us a review and rate us. One, two, three, four, five star. We prefer five stars. And right. Just so everyone knows that five is the best. Right. We one, did get a one star rating. That doesn't mean we're number one. <laughs> it's just a one star. So. All right. That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound producer, Cecil Davis. Your uh, web designer and other co-host is Peter Billman. Our graphics are designed by Emily. Our first merch perch. Say that three times real fast. <laughs> you know, our staff has grown. We're up yeah, to six staff grown. now. Yeah. Now that we have our chief merchandise tester. Georgia. That's right. We'll call it, that's the best title. Merchandise, merchandise tester. tester. Right. That's right. We got a good story about that this week, too. Yeah, we're, well, this is, this is going to be a pot. This is going to be an episode. Is Giorgio. So, merchandise tester is Giorgio. Um, brand ambassador is Brent. The first card, the first uh, promo card that we passed out was the Emily. So that's our new marketing strategy. That's right. Distribute business <laughs> cards to people who listen. That's right. <laughs> now the cards I've passed out, I say you can't keep them. You've got to pass them. To okay. How many did you give her? Uh, I just gave her one. She she's got the first one. Though. She's going to need more than yeah. one. Well, she's going to keep that one for. Maybe uh, she's not going to need more than that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> that one might be valuable one day. Uh-huh. And uh, as always, listener number one is Scott. So until next Saturday night, which will be New Year's Eve, we'll be here working hard in the studio. Once again, keep talking and stay curious.